Are you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. So I decided to uh, do another solo episode uh, on the podcast for a couple of reasons. Um, One is because uh, of some uh, conversations that I've been having lately, and that usually drives my desire to at least talk about them. Um, One in particular is uh, with just a client uh, that I'm working with currently. Um, We are working through the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, which I'm on my fourth read of. I absolutely adore the book for so many different reasons, not just because of how much it challenges me, but also because of the foundational principles that are there that are lifelong and probably can never be exhausted. Um, so uh, so that that's just wonderful to me. Um, so that's another reason why I decided to, to tackle this topic today. And lastly, I've had some conversations lately with people on the podcast, and one of the things that I am regularly asking people is... Um, uh, a question around their fear of failure. Like, do they fear failure? If they do, what is it that they fear? And, you know, it got me thinking um, along the lines of the end in mind and fear uh, that I just wanted to challenge myself a little bit in this area and and, and even open up. Um, there's a quote that Winston Churchill um, shared He says, to every person there comes in their lifetime that special moment when you are figuratively tapped on the shoulder and offered the chance to do a very special thing, unique to you and your talents. What a tragedy if that moment finds you unprepared or unqualified for work, which could have been your finest hour. So again, I just personal kind of conviction, desire, thought, experience really led me um, to to this episode and to share some personal things that uh, some of you may or may not know, but I feel like it's helpful for context. So um, I have uh, always been, or at least in most of my adult professional life, been a pretty intentional, disciplined, habitual person. Definitely, uh, there are some downfalls uh, that have come as the result of that, but uh, it's it, it, I've been really proud of that. I've worked really hard on that. Um, one of the reasons for that was reading Seven Habits by Covey uh, many, many years ago, probably 15 years ago now or something like that. And uh, I remember a specific CEO that I worked for. Uh, he came into our organization uh, with no previous experience in our specific business. And that was one of the first things. I remember we were we were going through an exercise of creating a sales plan uh, and, um, or not a sales plan, but like our, um, our sales goals and what we were going to do to achieve those. And we went right to the details thinking about all these things that we were going to do. And he said, hold on a minute, guys. He said, you need to begin with the end in mind. And, and, and that would just like, it really intrigued me what he meant by that. And then he attributed it to Covey. And that's why I read the book the first time. And so anyway, um, all along my life, uh, I feel that I have been uh, strong in this area, very intentional about uh, what I what I spend my time in. And if you know me, you know that uh, when I want something or if I'm passionate about something, I am all in. I've often said 
or use the phrase, go big or go home. My wife would laugh if she heard this right now because she just knows that that's how I've always been. And again, that led to some really, really bad decisions um, or at least as to some bad outcomes. But uh, by and large, uh, particularly professionally, it's always lended really well to me. So here I am trucking along in life and, and feeling like I'm doing pretty good. And, um, and then I just get hit with this massive gut-punching, uh, life-wrecking moment. Um, again, as, as some of you may or may not know, uh, my wife and I and five of our friends, we were in Las Vegas at the Route 91 concert in October of 2017. And um, already you're, you're, you're you know, beginning to know what, what I'm about to share, but you know, we, were, we were there and we experienced the devastation of shots being fired and um, just so many things that came as the result or, or that happened in that moment. Um, the most devastating of them all was definitely the loss of uh, one of our very close friends that we were standing right with and, um, a, a, a real near death, uh, bullet graze, uh, that, uh, that almost, uh, clipped my wife and, and then just the, the shock and the trauma and the fear and just so many things that happened, uh, during that time. And, so obviously, you know, just the, the, the immediate desires to get home, to see the kids, to see family, to see friends. But as I started to work that out in my head, as I started to work out um, uh, what that did, uh, what, how, what, how that was going to shape me, uh, was there an opportunity for learning and growth, which just feels so weird even saying it now, thinking about what happened. But it really caused me to start rethinking myself. Um, again, I, I thought I was like clear on purpose. And above all else, my purpose uh, uh, was the same then as it is now. Uh, as a follower of Jesus, it's to honor and glorify God in all things I do. And so that was static, uh, even though even that was challenged clearly when you, when you experience such devastation and loss. But, but, but right below that, as I started thinking about my purpose, which I thought I was very clear on before, as I thought about my goals, my intentions, the things that I was spending my time on every single day, particularly in the workplace, but definitely outside of that, I started to get this feeling that um, I, wasn't, um, I wasn't investing my time in the places that it was best, best utilized, best understood, maybe best valued. And this is nothing about the people that I was working with at that time or, or around. This was about me. This was about me uh, really digging deep. And something that I had thought of often before, but really that came to fruition now was just, I just didn't want to waste my life. I didn't want to think about getting to the end of my life and realize that I wasted time. That I, that I wasted opportunities to spend time with my family, to see my kids grow up, to, to love on and care for my wife, like uh, to, to spend as much time as possible with my friends because I realized that it was so easy to lose one, even at a fairly young age. And professionally, I, I know, I'm confident that I was created with specific gifts and talents, very unique to me, just like we all are. And 
I, I was feeling like I just wasn't investing those or I wasn't using those as good as I possibly could. And I've written personal mission statements, uh, business mission statements, purpose statements. And I think that those things are extremely, extremely helpful. Don't think for a second that I would, that uh, I'm saying that they're not because they absolutely are. They're so critical. They're so crucial. Um, but, but again, like, was I, was I truly fulfilling the mission in life, um, uh, that I felt like I was called to? And so I started this process of really evaluating myself, of evaluating, um, how I was spending my time, uh, how I was going to work every day, what I was doing at work every day, how I was treating people, how I was investing into people, how I was investing into myself, what I was contributing to, um, the people and the uh, organization that I worked for. And, um, and it definitely, I mean, it led me to, to, to go back into business for myself uh, not that I had ever completely stepped out of it. Uh, but, uh, I was on hiatus as I was investing full time into an organization that I loved dearly and still love dearly. But I started feeling this pull back out, uh, because of, 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 of this, because of this event, because of this need to reconsider my life and my, um, my purpose and my mission. And so, um, uh, again, this all comes back to, and I'm going to get practical here in a second, but this all comes back to this idea of beginning with the end in mind. I think that we see far too many people that are spending their time, that they're living their life in mediocrity, not because they're mediocre, but because they have accepted less than the best for their life. Because they've accepted less than their maximum potential, their maximum capability, their maximum capacity. Um, maybe it's because they've never been shown something bigger, something greater. I would challenge and say it's maybe because they have never scraped the bottom. Maybe they have never hit uh, the ground really, really hard. I've had a few of those in my life. I had a moment of financial ruin. I had a a, a, a moment or a season of personal marital ruin. Um, and yet, you know, this one that's most fresh, I mean, this was like, man, I, I felt like I just, I got driven into the ground. And so are you, are you in mediocrity because you've allowed yourself to be there or because you've been told that's all that you're capable of? Or because you have never had the opportunity to speak with somebody and be challenged as to what you've truly been created for, to what you truly are good at, to what you truly can produce, the outcomes that you can generate for other people. I mean, those are all very, very real questions that you need to be asking yourself. And I hope that you're asking yourself right now as you're listening to me. I know that there is somebody on the other end of this podcast that this is very, very relevant for probably more than just one person, but there's definitely you. And you need to hear this and you need to know that where you're at is not where you should be. And where you're at is not it. And you need to begin to challenge yourself to something so much greater. And so again, back to Covey, beginning with the end in mind, what is it that you want to do with your life? I mean, what is it that you want to do professionally? And do not look to other people as an example of what you want to become. Now, 
That doesn't mean that you can't look to people of influence to see what a great CEO looks like or a great salesperson or a great mom or dad or uh, or anything. We definitely can use those examples as opportunities to 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 see what to become. But ultimately, nobody else is like us and nobody else will be like us, which means that this thought of beginning with the end in mind, of thinking about the end, the end game for yourself is what is it that your life should become? Who is it that you should become? So practically, that means really sitting down and thinking through that. What do you love to do? What are you really, really good at? Not, not what you're good at. As a matter of fact, what are you great at? Um, Jim Collins says, good is the enemy of great. I believe that is true. We so often get stuck in this rut of, of doing good work uh, that we let a great work escape us. Um, I know it feels good to, uh, to, to be praised for work well done, but don't allow praise to limit your ability to go beyond maybe what you even think is possible for yourself. And so you may be thinking to yourself, well, gosh, I, I, I'm not sure that I know how to do that. And I understand that. And so my encouragement to you there practically is to go find somebody that can help you step through those things. It's extremely important that we find people that are supportive, that are encouraging, that are honest and truthful with us and are pushing us in the right direction. But let's just say for a second that you, you know what the end is, um, whether or not you're on your path to get there or not. Uh, you know what the end is, but you're not sure of, of kind of like what the next steps are uh, to get there. So a couple of things that I think are helpful to consider as you think about creating this, uh, this end that Covey talks about. And this is not the end of your life, right? This is not, uh, I, I'm at my funeral uh, and I'm looking down on it and I want to know what everybody says about me. I mean, clearly you, you hope people that are going to show up and you hope people are going to say good things about you. And that's an exercise that I guess can benefit some things. But what I mean by this is, is, um, there's an end goal for, for you working, right? Like you're, you're producing some things in the short term, but you're, you're producing some long-term, um, outcomes, uh, and so hopefully you've set goals that are attached to those outcomes or those desired outcomes. Um, but practically, what what do you do when you're not sure um, beyond just like talking to other people? What do you do uh, when you uh, are unsure of um, maybe what that calling is, of what that end looks like for you right now? Or maybe you know, but you're still not not quite sure how you're going to get there. Maybe you know the end, but you don't know how you're going to get there. So a couple of things to consider. First of all, do whatever is in front of you with excellence. Um, you know, I talk about that, that term often, um, but it is extremely important that you give everything you have to produce the very best outcomes you have with whatever is in front of you right now. You want to make sure that you are absolutely crushing it every single day, that you are, um, that you are doing your best to exercise um, all that you have been given, gifts and talents-wise, uh, to, uh, to, to produce good for those that you're around, those that you're working for, whether that's the employer or the client. Um, 
unfortunately, instead of doing what's before you with excellence, a lot of people do nothing or very little. Um, if you stop and do nothing before you can do everything, you will remain useless. And I know that's a harsh statement, but it's just so true. Don't be useless. Produce great things, even if it's not the ultimate thing, or even if it's not, if you're unsure of whether it's the ultimate thing or not. So that first thing is definitely doing what's before you with excellence. Work your butt off at work. Um, Give everything you can to every project. Work hard for your clients. And don't fear failure in that. Just just plow forward with wisdom and and, and integrity, but plow forward. Um, if you're going to make a mistake, make an excellent one. And you may think to yourself, like, well, how, how do I do that? Like, aren't those things contradictory? And I say, no. Um, if you make mistakes pushing forward, attempting to drive the best result for those around you, uh, those you're serving, then that's an excellent mistake. Because you're doing it with the right heart and the right intention. And ultimately, if you're doing it like that, you will end up producing a great result. So you want to make sure that you are doing the things before you with excellence. Um, secondly, this is really important, is you want to make sure that this isn't just about a thing, but it's about people. Like, even if uh, the end in mind for you is becoming uh, the CEO of a, uh, just, I don't know, a, a unicorn in um, Silicon Valley. And no, I'm not talking about the rainbow horse with the horn on, even though I guess that'd be pretty cool, right? If you could do that, hit me up because I want to invest into that company. But, um, but make sure that you care just as much about who you're serving and who you are interacting with as you do about what you're trying to achieve Um, maybe sometimes that's because, um, those people are going to help you to get there, but other times, because so often in pursuit of some great thing, we end up trampling on people, whether we mean to or not. And I've done it so many times, both intentionally, unfortunately, as well as unintentionally. And you need to be willing to just admit that, uh, and then try not to do that again. Um, another thing, as you think about, uh, this end, um, uh, as you're, as you're pursuing this end goal, this end game, thinking about um, just this, this grandiose vision that you have, which is awesome. And I, I, again, I think that everyone should have one um, or more. Um, be open. Increase your opportunities by stepping out in faith. Believing that as you step out, opportunities will be created for you. Learn as much as you can. You know, sitting with... Um, this great guy the other day uh, over a lunch and he was talking about this, this potential opportunity that is before him uh, in a specific business. And the role is somewhat new to him. The business, the industry definitely is. Um, and, and so is the geography, like where he would have to move to. And so there's, there's all these things that are coming to mind. He says like, what do I do? And I said, well, it sounds like you're kind of being drawn in that direction, but in the meantime, you need to learn. And so how, like, and, and I don't want to share because I don't want to, um, I don't want to share personal information, but it was going to be a challenge to just learn this business and, um, and, and learn the role 
in the state that he was in to some degree. So I said, you need to find every single book on leadership and good management, even though I, I prefer the leadership word over the management word, you need to, to, to consume as much of that information as you possibly can. I said, so that's one that will help you to learn, sit with people, learn from people, grow from people, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, do whatever you can to help understand and learn the role better that you're going to be serving in. But then as it relates to the business side of things, go preview similar businesses, go sit there and learn what they do good, see what they do bad, see what makes them great and what they're missing that you could create in your business to to be even better, right? If this is the pursuit of your end game, your end goal in life, uh, and maybe it's not the role or even the industry, but it's what it, that what that produces, right? A great life for the family, um, opportunities to go on vacations, uh, whatever that may be. Um, learn, soak that all in. Learn as much as you possibly can about what it is you want to end up achieving. Um, and and if you don't know what you want to achieve, then just start consuming things that will cross over. So again, like you think at some point you want to lead in some area read up and listen on leadership. Super, super helpful, super simple to do. There's so many things out there. I mean, it's just inundating. You just have to weed through what's good and what's not. So learn is number one. Number two, and again, like back to this example, just network. Get out there and talk to people. Learn about what's needed in the marketplace. Uh, learn about what people care about, what people want, what's not being, what needs are not being met. Um, uh, spots that you can fill gaps in. It's unbelievable to me how often I end up sitting across from somebody and through a 30, 45 minute or hour conversation, I am able to see things by the grace of God, able to see things in them that they have not been able to see inside of themselves. And so just by putting yourself out there and exposing yourself to other people, you're opening up those opportunities uh, that you don't even know exist yet. And then you're getting affirmation, confirmation, encouragement, maybe some correction. Uh, maybe somebody's holding their hand up in front of you telling you to stop right there because um, they're able to see something that you're not because we all have blind spots. It's something I've, I've talked about recently on social media that is just so, um, that's so important. So learn um, in, in terms of kind of like increasing opportunity, network with people. And then lastly, do things. So here is where I'm going to get super duper practical. And this is really like doing everything before you with excellence. So this is key. And uh, this is where if people aren't careful when they read books like Seven Habits by Covey and they hear about beginning with the end in mind, and he does not say this, but some people will read things like this and then think to themselves, oh my gosh, I've got to go out there and create some huge mission and create all the plans for it. The problem with that is, is you end up in just paralysis. You end up constantly evaluating and laying out plans and strategizing and dreaming and creating visions and all that stuff's cool. But guess what? It doesn't produce anything in and of itself. And so the last bit of practical advice I have is you think about as you think about the end for yourself, like these end goals, these end games for you is to do. So let, let's just assume that you have an idea of what it is that you want to accomplish, what it is that you want to achieve, what it is that you want to create. Take one step. What is the next thing that you can do to move forward in progress? So for me, back to my story, um, I started thinking about uh, 
the highest and best use of my time, my gifts, my talents, my desires. I started talking about it and praying about it with my wife, with other friends. I was consulting other uh, very trusted colleagues in, um, in, in the business world. And, um, and then I started to think about what it would look like. What, what were the steps that I was going to take? And because I understood um, what I needed to do, my next step was actually just doing it. Like, I had already been in business for myself. I knew what it was going to take. I, I knew what the risks were. Um, and, and so I just knew that I had to take the next step. I had to do it. And to be very honest with you, that didn't happen overnight. I didn't have this massive life event in October. And all of a sudden, you know, I woke up a couple of days later and I quit my job and went and went back into business for myself because that was scary. I was freaked out to fail. I was freaked out to walk away from a fantastic job and fantastic people and a great salary and, and good opportunities and stability and security and all the things that my wife and my kids deserved and needed and wanted so badly. I was scared. I was so scared. And so I took months through the end of 2017 and I, and I tried to convince myself time and time again, that it wasn't the right thing to do. I tried to counsel myself to not go back into business for myself. I tried to counsel myself, to convince myself that, that what I had was good enough. And it was, man, it was more than I'd ever deserved. And yet, the more that I tried to do that, the more that I felt inside of myself that I needed to do what I didn't want to do. And so finally, on, on one of the most challenging days of my life, like I just, I don't want to oversell it, but it's so true. Like w one of the results of my, uh, um, uh, of that event in October is, uh, is some issues with anxiety around very highly stressful situations, which I, which I never used to have before. Um, but I was freaked out. I was freaked out because I felt like I was letting people down. I freaked out because even though I thought I knew how they would react, which was very positively, I was scared that it wasn't going to be that way. I was scared because I didn't want to damage relationships that I had built. I, I, di I didn't want to hurt friends that, that I really cared for and, and, and loved, that loved me all through that whole time. And yet, I remember walking in and sitting down across the table from my boss, and she was so kind and gracious and considerate of my feelings and my thoughts. And I said it. And the combination of those words coming out of my mouth that I needed, I felt the need and desire to resign, combined with her reaction, um, was nothing short of a godsend. And man, all of that fear was gone. All of the anxiety was gone. I felt as though I had made the right decision. That was the next step that I needed to take. But then I couldn't just rest there, right? Because then I said it, now I actually had to go do it. And as I stepped back out into business for myself and figured out what ended up being a very short time of transition from what I was doing to what I'm doing now, um, I had to go find clients. And so there were some very practical steps that included just picking up the phone, 
that included going back to work, that included creating content, that included lots of things, even like starting this podcast. Though this podcast, I, I never have, in have had intention and nor do I have intention to generate revenue from it. This was an opportunity for me to network, to get in front of people, to build relationships. I know what the end looks like for myself. I one day want to stand on the grand stage. I want to stand in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people, and I want to share my story with them. I want the opportunity to tell people that they need to dig deep inside of themselves, that they need to realize that these experiences of tragedy and hurt and heartache and just getting driven deep into the ground from a loss of a job or a person or whatever it may be, these are opportunities to refocus on the end, to refocus on what's most important to them and then create a plan to get there. That's the end game for me. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm taking the steps necessary day in and day out to do that because I'm not going to get into some sort of paralysis. Every day I come to work, I, I'm doing everything that I can to move forward in that goal. And I've got a great support system in place. So again, you need that too. And so finally, as I, I wrap this up, I just want to say to you that please think about the end. Not because I said it, but because Stephen Covey said it. <laughs> and, 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 and he's fantastic. He's just, he's just such, he's done such a great uh, job um, in the seven habits of, um, I mean, all seven, but definitely with this one, just uh, uh, sharing purpose for why we should have purpose and sharing reason why we should begin with the end in mind. Don't live a life of mediocrity. Don't live a life of just getting by. You don't deserve it, and neither do the people around you. You were made and created for so much more than that. And so my encouragement to you is to begin with the end. Think about that grand vision for your life. What is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you want to create? Think big. Think crazy. Think way outside of the box. And then back into that, and then take the first step necessary. If I can be any of, of any encouragement to you, please feel free to reach out to me. My contact information uh, is everywhere now, uh, on the web, LinkedIn. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure to uh, include those in the show notes again. But really, more than anything, I wanted to share my story with you today and my experiences as of late, because I want you to know that it's scary, and that's okay. And we don't have things all figured out, and that's okay, too. And not all of us are super in love with the things that we do. And that's okay too. But what's not okay is not taking action to make changes. So with that, I hope that this has been super helpful for you. It's been helpful for me actually just sharing this. Uh, and uh, I just want to encourage you to get out there to crush it and to do everything you can to pursue excellence in all that you do. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Excellence Mindset with Ryan James Miller. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit ryanjamesmiller.com. We'll catch you next time.